Welcome to the Mind Gym. This is the Pain to Power podcast with Dr. Keith Abloh, where you become the strongest individual you can be. Why would I start a podcast now? What better time, one might say, to start a podcast than when so much seems inexplicable and confusing around us? Well, around us and for lots of people inside us, our thoughts and feelings and opinions need to get crystallized. We need to be able to express them clearly. And yet there's so much happening around us and so many forces that encourage us not to be clear, not to know precisely what our opinions are, and certainly not to express them, that we can start to think it's better to stay silent. That's a problem because not only do we rely on each other to get our narrative right as a community, as a family, as a nation, but also it doesn't do anyone any good as an individual when he or she is left confused about who he is, who she is, what you really value, what do you really believe, what do you really want to do with your life, what do you really think about politics, about religion, about philosophy, uh, about all the things unfolding around you. It seems like we're really, we're at a razor's edge here where people are being encouraged by some not to be individuals. Not to be individuals. Think about that. There are a lot of forces right now that want you to group think, that want you to be very careful, be very, very careful about what you say, lest you offend anyone. They don't want you to question anything. And you know, that's just antithetical, the absolute opposite of what anybody who cares about your authenticity and autonomy and independence and your well-being would tell you. Because if you watch your feet like that, you're going to trip over them. You can't walk confidently in the direction of anything if you're terrified to say what you think and sometimes make mistakes to explore one path, whether it's a career or an idea or an opinion, and then hear out someone else, and you might even take a different course. But man, there are so many resistors in the circuitry of that kind of thinking now and that kind of well-being that people have become timid. And when people feel timid or they second-guess themselves or they worry so much, about whether they might be wrong-minded or thinking the wrong things. They can lose sight, lose track of themselves. They can fail to keep their eyes on the prize. And what is the prize? The prize has always been the same thing. It's becoming yourself. Our culture, our society, our country, our science, our philosophy, our literature does not proceed by group think. The great advances that we need 
as a species, literally, come from individuals. Individuals with different ideas, individuals with bold thoughts, individuals who aren't afraid to speak their minds, question the status quo, drill down into what are said to be the facts, and discover some fiction. Say, no, I don't think it's that way. I think we should look at, someone might say, let's look at the cellular metabolism a different way. Or, let's really look at the data a different way. Let's not sit for the pat explanation that's being fed to us. Let's really use our own minds. Not Google all the time. Hey, Google's fine. Uh, These tools are okay. Media isn't inherently bad unless we rely on it to replace the me, M-E, the I. Everything depends in the end on the power of the individual. That's what we have to remember. And to the extent you can become the person you were meant to be from all time, if you will, to the extent that you can become not conflicted about what you think and certain of what you believe and definitive about what really matters to you in terms of your hopes and dreams, you're going to be a much more effective person. That's important to you, first and foremost, and that's kind of my message here. It's really important to become you. But it's also important to your family and your friends because they are relying on you to be an original. Being an original allows them to get real thoughts and feelings back when they express theirs. Not glad-handing or some pat answer. We all rely on it as a community, as a country, as a people, as a species. And right now is the most dangerous time in my 59 years that I've experienced uh, as to people being loath to say who they are, figure out who they are, speak about who they are, express their feelings. Why? Well, you risk being extinguished as an individual. They're out hunting individuals right now if you don't conform to certain expectations. And this is unfolding in a country that has been the last great hope for that kind of freedom. If it ends here, it ends everywhere. There isn't another America anywhere on the horizon that would hold so dear things like free speech and things like the uh, freedom to pursue what matters to you, to pursue liberty. This is the final frontier for those things. We would hope to spread those things around the world, not to have the world leaning in on us and making our narrative toxic. So that's what this podcast is about. This podcast is about looking at the whole world and looking at yourself and saying, you know what? In all of it, I want to express myself. I want to get down to the facts about these things, not some fictional narrative that I'm supposed to 
just inhale, absorb, and parrot back. That doesn't make any sense. And yet, our schools are proffering, offering, insisting upon that kind of learning, learning. Learning? No. That kind of memorization, that kind of parroting back, that kind of non-think from our students. And that starts way at the beginning of their training. We're not encouraging young people to think for themselves. We're encouraging them not to think for themselves. Be scared of your thoughts. You might offend somebody. You could say the wrong thing. And boy, if you say the wrong thing, it used to be someone else might just yell or they'd say the opposite thing or you'd be challenged. Remember that? I kind of remember that. I'm 59 years old. I remember that's what would happen. Debate would happen. Well, not so much anymore. Now you might just be canceled, labeled, marginalized, ostracized. Those are things human beings actually fear because we're social creatures. That kind of threat weighs heavily on people who are adults with all the resources that adults have. Adults can hire attorneys, although you might go bankrupt. <laughs> adults can write letters to the newspaper. Adults can call other adults and say, can you believe what's happening here? I'm really being leaned on. Imagine, though, if you're 10 or 11 or 12 or 15 years old and you don't have that, maybe your family isn't the kind that listens to you and stands behind you, even though you'd hope it would be. Imagine those kids in school being told, get in line and shut up. we got a party line to parrot here. And unfortunately, some of that party line are things that further encourage young people to doubt themselves. They're living in America and being told America's a bad place. Well, wait a second. It's my country. Yeah, well, you live in a bad country, they're being told. Can you believe that? Hmm. They're inhabiting uh, anatomies that the vast, vast majority of kids don't question, by the way. The vast, vast majority. And yet they're being taken into seminars and told... Well, you know, close your eyes. And I know this happens. I know it happens because parents tell me it happens and, and young people tell me it happens. Taken into seminars and being told, you know, close your eyes and imagine what gender you might really be. Well, I wasn't wondering. The vast, vast majority of kids would say. Or there are parents who aren't naming their kids by their God-given anatomy. They don't want to saddle them, burden them with pronouns that are masculine or feminine, even though, again, the vast, vast, vast majority of kids actually are comforted by those pronouns because those pronouns sit very well with them. They reinforce their sense of self. Listen, people are being encouraged to doubt everything. Doubt everything about themselves. And there's got to be a reason for that. Because people are powerful when they know themselves. People are powerful when they're individuals, when their ideas are their own. And they've come to them through the hard-won process of defending them, which you would do if you're not too terrified 
that you'll be ostracized, censured, or otherwise canceled. They're most powerful when they're individuals. So there must be a force around us right now that isn't very friendly to individuals. It's friendly, this force, or these forces, to the collective. Individuals are a danger to those forces. You know, having practiced psychiatry for decades and now working, coaching people, counseling people, consulting to businesses, it's always the same goal, really. It's to get down to the nonfiction version of that person's intentions, wherever they come from. Now, I'd say God, other people might say the universe, but they're real. A writer is a writer. A politician is a politician. Somebody who wants to be a doctor is a doctor. You can't, you can't color outside the lines in those ways. You have to be the person you were meant to be. And part of that is if you're a spiritual person, what are you looking toward? What are you looking for? You're looking for direction that comes from an inexplicable, immeasurable connection to things that can't be explained. Again, I'd say God. Some people might say the universe. This is a massive threat, though, to things like Well, a government that wants all control, a government that wants all control can't have you connecting with anything but them. There is no higher power to a government that's intent on taking all the power, well, from you. That's the massive threat of our time. The big threat of our time today And the threat from which you have to keep your children safe isn't COVID. COVID's important. Nobody wants to get sick, God forbid, die. But the bigger threat is a pandemic called the alienation of the individual from him or herself. That's the big threat. That's the virus going around. And what's worse, there aren't enough people out there saying we got to treat that. There's so many factors. There's so much energy around people being made to feel scared and to go along. And I'm not saying don't wear a mask. That's not my message here. I guess what I'm saying is don't wear a metaphorical mask. If you're being encouraged to stay at home and cover your face, you better double down on speaking your mind. Because it all fits a little too neatly, doesn't it? It all seems to go together a little too well, I think. I think. I think. Okay? I don't think drugs should be illegal, but when I see so many people using marijuana every day, I start to wonder what forces encourage so many people to be at some distance, at some distance from themselves every day. And then when I see people being made to feel, instead of empowered to do battle with a pandemic, scared, scared to death of the pandemic, I see the realities of a virus. I get it. It's a threat. But why the messaging that people as as individuals are powerless? That doesn't make sense to me unless it makes a terrible kind of sense 
that we're being told to not stand up for ourselves, to speak out for ourselves, and to otherwise become ourselves. That's what this podcast is going to be all about. Looking at the world around us, figuring out for ourselves what we believe, what we cherish, who we are, and never giving it up. Never giving it up. you got to be cautious. Government's a great thing when it serves the will of a collection of individuals. But government's not a great thing when it doesn't recognize individuals. And someone once said, who was it? It was a former president who once said, you didn't build that business because something like, we built the roads that you travel on to get to your business. So how did you build it? How could you have gotten there without the roads? Hey, that's one of the most toxic messages I've heard. Can you imagine, can you imagine a greater assault on people's self-confidence, sense of creativity, and justifiable pride in what they've done with their lives and the fact that they're powerful in their own right, than to say something like that? That's just an amazing denunciation of the value of being an individual, taking risks, That's another thing. I'm going to encourage people to take risks. What does that mean? That means speaking your mind. It means worshiping whatever God you recognize. It means not giving up your rights to firearms. And why why would a guy who spent decades as a psychiatrist and is now a coach be talking about firearms? Because I don't like people being disarmed. See, it all goes together. Being dislodged from their sense of self and then being disarmed, made powerless, less powerful anyhow. Why would we do that in America unless there are forces coalescing around America to end America as we know it? You know what the best defense against that kind of horror is? You are. You in capital letters. That's why this is going to be about, this podcast is going to be about building you up to become the person you really are. It's one thing to try to dominate a nation of hundreds of millions of people who question themselves, doubt themselves, are afraid of their own shadows, afraid of the world around them, but try to do it to millions of people who aren't so afraid. Mm. Well, that's uh, a whole different order of magnitude in terms of level of difficulty. Uh, This podcast is dedicated to making it very, very difficult for any forces of darkness that would quiet individual voices and free thoughts and and self-esteem, and try to put people uh, all in one group, whether it be servants of a world government or slaves to an economy that they never question, or passive listeners who absorb groupthink and party lines, because that's not the way our country or our species, or our families, 
or we as individuals can possibly progress. Never happens that way. If you value yourself, this is a gym for yourself. This is the podcast that's dedicated to you being you. And I welcome you to it. Uh, I look forward to you being a part of it. Uh, Because ultimately, what I'm looking for is for you to be able to say, I listened to that podcast and it made me more myself. So welcome aboard. I'm just very glad to be talking to you. Even though I can't see you, I can feel the fact that if you're tuned in, if you're listening to this, I'm wholly dedicated to getting you to be a stronger individual. There's no group think here. You don't have to absorb a single thing I say if it doesn't meet with your own individual sense of self. Onward. Thanks for joining another edition of Pain to Power, the ultimate podcast. Why? Because we don't settle for these uncertain times making us uncertain people. Pain to power is meant to make you stronger and stronger as an individual. You want to get even stronger? Visit www.pain-power.com. Pain2power.com, but it's the number two, not the letters. Uh, and don't forget the hyphens, pain-2-power.com, or email me if you want to work with me directly as a life coach, one-to-one. We'll do it together. Email me at info at keithablo.com or call 978-462-1125, and the lovely Tiffany will book your appointment. Thanks so much. Talk to you again real soon.